What's up, guys? This is Three Little Podcast. I'm Bryce Davis. That's Gary Campbell. What's good? And for the first time, our incredibly special guest, Bowen Duncan. Hey. Woo! <laughs> and today we got the special treat of finally getting to watch Joker. Yeah. I hadn't seen it. Garrett had seen it. Bowen had attempted to see it. <laughs> Noodling. <laughs> he was doodling. Oh. He's good old noodling. <laughs> Oh, I guess we might as well get right on into it. And uh, I did like that. I, I don't know. I I guess before we start talking about it, really, what did each of us expect this was going to be? Because this was not what I expected it was going to be. I expected it to be not a great movie going into it yeah. I, I had very very low expectations I didn't think it, would, it was going to be anything good anything entertaining anything as artsy as it was yeah I so. definitely didn't fucking think I was going to enjoy it yeah I yeah. thought it was going to be like I don't know being DC in the shit that they do I thought it was going to be like action packed more yep. or less like just kind of like a beginning Joker not necessarily a backstory Joker I, I yeah. would exactly I, I thought it was going to be more of a backstory and really like I would say that unless you were really familiar with the idea of the Joker from like DC Comics and such, I'd venture to say there there could have been a good deal of people that didn't know that was like a superhero backstory movie. Yeah, like if you it, if you just totally ignored the fact that it's called Joker and it's about a clown. If you just didn't know who Thomas Wayne was. Yeah. Then it wouldn't have had anything to do with yeah, it's just a rip yeah. off it. Kinda. <laughs> Except Except for not little kids and grown ass men. Yeah. Yeah. And Arthur Fleck doesn't turn into like a spider. He might. He might. He, he might. definitely does not make a bunch of little kids this is have only a movie, orgy. This is only movie number one. This is not movie number two. Maybe number two. Joker Spider. Fuck. Oh, spider yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, um Except for legs, it's just other clowns. It's just <laughs> fuck. Everybody, please excuse the uh, sound quality in case you are hearing Bowen's fucking face. He's ripping some chunky clouds right he's now, brother. Cl- he's ripping such fat clouds that the mics are being muffled just by the sheer density of these clouds. I have a nicotine problem, and I can do it inside. So, Bo's muffing the mic up with his fucking vape. I'm right, right, blowing it out by I'm scratching my fish I'm nets that I'm wearing. Fuck y'all. I'll, I'll scoot away. With the Poor guy, we bullied him out of his vape. <laughs> okay, to get back to the Joker. So, I did like that the movie began with him being, you know, a clown. Yeah. Like an actual fucking clown. That's just what he did. And those little shitty kids messing with him. Honestly, Joaquin Phoenix, he ran pretty fast. He ran very fast. For wearing clown shoes. That was pretty impressive. That was the first thing I noticed. I was like, wow, he's he's quick. He kind of won my heart. Honestly, if he could have swung that. a bat, professional baseball player. Yeah. <laughs> professional baseball player, even while wearing clown shoes. Oh, yeah. Did oh, you yeah. see that slide? He, he yeah. could be playing for the Russell, New Mexico clowns. You know, like the shoeless Joe Johnson or whatever his name was? Yeah. Yeah, he's Shoe- the opposite. Shoeful Joe Shoes. There we go. <laughs> not, you know, not everything is a, is a Slender Man... Lemons episode. Yeah, not everything's a winner. We just kind of got to work with what we got, you know? <laughs> like like Sh- this. Sometimes you got Slenderman porn. Sometimes you got Shoeless Joe Shoes. Yeah. Shoeful Joe Shoes. Like, like listen to this. Sometimes we just make 
situational oh. humor. Like Let it be known that Gary Campbell just slapped his fishnet stockings that he's wearing right I now. I love fishnets. They make me feel pretty. You're handsome, buddy. Thank you. But, okay, quick logistics question, boys. Yes. Do you think that in his clown company he worked for, did he have to buy his own clown shoes? For or, sure. Do you think they had just like a stack of bowling style shoes? I think they. I think he had to supply his own like clown regalia like outfit yeah and probably probably shoes i think they supplied makeup well i don't wigs. i don't even think they supplied makeup i mean if you look at where they were coming from it was kind of like a sex dungeon yeah, so like, kinda, yeah. like kinda i don't like, think they had really the money to do anything yeah it like, kind of looked like the prep there. room for like the kind of porn that like should probably be illegal to watch oh you mean just the kind about, of stuff that i watch yeah, like some some heavy beat. I'm talking like I'm talking the shit shit that you look at once and it makes you not watch porn for at least a month (laughs) that's what happened to me the first time I ever watched porn (laughs) your your gauge is a month but it's like I didn't watch it for at least 45 minutes (laughs) I was also 13 the first time I ever saw like the first time that I saw something like super graphic in that sense was a little piece of heaven's music video, oh, and that Christ. took me to a whole other level because that dude <laughs> fucked a dead body. So like, oh. I was kind of prepped for everything after that. But anyway, you first know. thing I ever watched was an amateur threesome. And <laughs> these two dudes are spit roasting this girl, and it scared me out of watching porn for about a month. Man, dude, the first pornography I watched was on accident because my mom had HBO. And oh fuck! And my brother, me and my brother were watching a movie in the den. And he fell asleep, and I was just watching, and it was like a intense orgy. But oh. like I was like eight years old, so I was just like, re- I wasn't <laughs> sexual. I was just like confused and like kind of alarmed. I was like, what, <laughs> what are these people doing to these people, man? Why are those women making such scary noises? <laughs> if anything, I'm like, man, that guy's got really good cardio. I don't know what he's doing, <laughs> but. He is going. He is lasting a long time. I can't believe it. He is gyrating his hips with intensity unparalleled, except for by Usain Bolt. That should be an Olympic sport. Fuck. I'd watch Olympic fucking. (laughs) Olympic fucking. Oh man, I wish we titled these other. (laughs) I know. Olympic fucking. That's a great one. (laughs) I'm just glad that none of us grew up with our first experiences forest porn. Is what? What? Forest porn. The fuck is forest porn? Like when you you go out in the woods and you find an abandoned box of like porno magazines? Oh no 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 no! See, my dad had in, me and my older brother a porn video. Oh. It was like I'll be out for the day and your mom won't be home till five. So here you go. Fuck. Yeah, like I mean, like Holy I didn't shit, have to was, go find it. It was just in the house. Was your own dad your own uncle Kunkel? Oh my god. Your dad was simultaneously your dad and your uncle Kunkel? No, nah, like we got an uncle Kunkel, but he was in prison oh. for most of my childhood. So <laughs> Fuck. That is definitely an uncle Kunkel. <laughs> That's an uncle Kunkel yeah. for sure. Shit. Okay, let's get let's get, get back on it. Back on track. So, first thing that really stuck out, opening credits was kind of cool. How he just got his ass beat. Yeah. And then it just comes <laughs> yeah. up. But Joker. No, first thing that any of us commented on, we were silent for the first little while, 
but was him smoking during therapy. Yeah. That was pretty badass. That's pretty... I didn't expect the Joker to be badass. It's pretty fucking baller, I don't honestly. know when this was set. 80s, I guess? I, I think mid-80s, yeah. Because it was like, there's cameras for the TV. Yeah. But like, all the cars looked kind of weird. Yeah. I, I don't think it ever mentioned. A lot of, a lot I think of square bodies, so probably yeah. a lot of boxy cars and would be the way to I, say I think it. Robert De Niro was very clearly Ben Carson. I mean, not Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Um, he was Carson out Daly. there with his little. I guess Carson Daly. Um, or the. Fuck, what was it? Larry, not Larry King. I mean, it could Holy be Larry shit. King. David Letterman. Da- yeah. He was very clearly like Letterman. the guy before David Letterman. Yeah. yeah. So I think, like, 80s, yeah. I think, like, canonically. 80s. Joker, or like Bruce Wayne's parents get killed in like the late 80s. Yeah, he's got, he's got to be. Cause like that, cause yeah. Batman's like 40. Batman, yeah. Because Batman. Yeah. yeah. But this isn't about Batman. No, this is about Joker. Exactly. Joker. I mean. Oh, I, I love that it showed Joker's horrific sanity laugh. Like yeah. insanity laugh. Way before you even you close even to understood what, what was going on. Just just so you knew that that's the Joker. Yeah, yep. I mean, I mean, if you if you ever seen any Anything. of the Joker movies, Anything. except for the literally, why are you Suicide Squad movie? <laughs> I don't think there is enough Joker laughter in that movie. He literally you, only Jared Joker laughs once because he's in two scenes and he only laughs in one of them. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I mean, if you've seen any of the movies, I mean, or played any of the games, oh. you would know a Joker laugh as soon as you heard it. So hey. it's quick little side note yes. the first I, the first time I got the idea to do like a movie critic podcast was when we were at Joe's old house where Bowen lived and me and you were watching Suicide Squad <laughs> while Josh Josh and his girlfriend were there and then Joe and his girlfriend were there and What's good we were news? just open drunkenly riffing on the worst movie I've ever watched. We followed it up with the Emoji Movie. A day. Oh As a palate God. cleanser yeah. to the dog shit. As a palate cleanser? A, yes, yeah, like the Emoji Movie is fully aware that it's the worst movie ever made. So, so like, Suicide Squad, one star. Yeah. Emoji Movie, one and a half. One and a half at least, because yeah. it knew what it was doing. Yeah, it knew that it was bad. I, I can Somebody respect was, that it knew it was bad, but it was like... Still, even if you know it's bad, it's really fucking bad. Somebody behind the scenes was trying really hard with Suicide Squad, and they fucked up. Yeah. Square one. Why was Enchantress... Oh, okay, we, we, don't even need to, we don't need to get into the... The only we'll do a Suicide Squad episode. actor in that... Will Smith. Will Smith, yeah. Will Smith. Well, you know, the Harley Quinn wasn't bad. Yeah, but, the, but the rest Margot of Margot Robbie's But the rest of it was actor. really bad. Like, yeah. Yeah, Will Smith and... Harley Quinn were trying their best with the worst fucking script of all time. But anyway, anyway, we're not getting down on Suicide Squad. Let's get back to Joker. Oh, okay. So the um, so that was the movie. Kind of starts to move kind of fast, you know. Mm -hmm. Kind of jump straight to his mental facilities when he's talking to the fucking shrink and shit. Yeah. So. That's right after that is when he's trying to like be kind to the kid. Yeah, on the bus. On, on the bus. And then he hands her his mom's a bitch, yep. and then he hands her the card, and like literally, that was the most important part of the movie. Is like, if you think back to any Batman movie you've ever seen with 
knowing that Joker can't control when he laughs. It makes the entirety of all Batman movies incredibly sad. Like, in Dark Dark Knight, when he's hanging, like, he's hanging him by the ledge, Mm -hmm. and he just keeps punching him and punching him, and he won't stop laughing. Like, that's super depressing. When you thought it was him being, like, until that point, it was Joker being arrogant. Joker being an asshole. But then you realize, no, he's just, just very, very laugh. mentally ill. He is Gary Ridgway. And it See? makes it even more upsetting when you realize, that's him, that's him half proper. Oh, oh, we'll, we'll the, have to the really thing is, is I actually feel bad for Batman in this scenario, because that's got to be fucking infuriating. <laughs> it's just having someone laugh at your punches while you're just wailing on them. <laughs> you just spent the last 20 years mastering... Especially different combat you have styles. your Batman metal gloves Ugh. and you know that his jaw just shattered and for some reason he's, he's laughing. still laughing. And he's just, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I would be pissed. <laughs> like, full cackle. Yeah, I would, I probably would start punching harder. I don't know, like, I'd figure something <laughs> else out. So, I'd want to shut him up permanently. That was, this was also right around the time that the first real weird part about the movie came in was that mm-hmm. we still none of us have really gone figured out is Joker's age versus the Batman because in all Batman canonically Joker's pretty much the same age as Batman but Give this movie has Batman at four uh, has the Joker at 40 yeah when Batman is a kid like he has to be a fully developed man for this movie to make any sense yeah. So if we say 30, let's say he's just hit 30, that means Batman's 10. Yeah. So when Batman becomes Batman, he's like 30. So like the so Joker's first, always like 50 to 70. Like that's way sadder. Well, but something that also isn't mentioned in the movie is um, I know Harley Quinn comes in a little later, but I mean like with the big cult following that happens Towards the end. Towards yeah. the end, yeah. I would imagine that you just pass on the psychotic gene and there's just another Joker. That's kind of what I was Yeah, okay. That's kind of what I was that, thinking, I mean, too. just as like a hypothetical because, I mean, that other Joker meets the Harley Quinn later on because the gang is not yeah, as big. Yeah, and that does really play into the rest of the what I said when we were talking about this before we started recording that Joker never really physically fights Batman. No, he doesn't. So it never mattered. The age of the Joker. Yeah. Because the Joker's more of, like, the master manipulator and, like, Dark Knight, for example. Like, he could have done that whole movie at 70. Yeah. Because the only thing that he does that's athletic is lean out of a car and shoot a bazooka. And, like... Well, and... Who cares? I mean, kind of thinking back to, like, the Arkham Asylum, Arkham City games... Like, the Joker looks way aged in that, too, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, he yeah, looks older that, than that, shit. That's yeah. true. Like, whenever they cremate his dead body and stuff, he looks like he's probably, like, 60, 70 years old. I could, I could guess, since he's, since his face is painted. It's kind of, yeah, it's it kind hides. Of it's, it definitely yeah. would hide a lot of, like... He definitely does not look old Dang, with now the that face I think about on. it, even in Killing Joe, He's pretty old. He looks pretty. Joke. He looks decently okay. Okay, so I guess I guess it does really play into it. Also, well. the original Joker didn't he fall into like a vat of chemicals, and that's why he looks like that. So that could have oh, stopped yeah, his aging yeah, process. Totally, like that. That could just have an effect on his skin. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I don't know. 
Cheap I'm not sure out. this no is telling. that joke. It's comic books. Cheap, cheap cop out. <laughs> yeah. Everybody uh, fell into a vat back then. Oh, yeah. That's how the Toxic Avenger. Exactly. Just fell into some sludge. Everybody and fell then, into a vat. And then, okay, so to get back to the story, so we finally start seeing his job and how he's a, he's an actual clown. Yeah. And so he's in, like, the clown facility, right? And the dude brings in the gun because he got jumped by the kids. And, like, that has the part that pisses me off the most about the movie is one of his friends tells a joke and he does the maniacal weird laugh and then this movie is the only po- that that part that scene is the only part in the whole movie where he turns the laugh off that's also just his normal laugh but, he may not have found it funny but some dude just gave him a gun yeah but so like Maybe if at one other point in this movie that had happened, if he had just stopped laughing. But at every single other point after this, he can't stop laughing. Oh, he, well, d- he no, does it I a mean, few times in the, the talk show scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the talk show scene, like, he starts to chuckle a little bit and then kind of cuts it off. We'll go. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah. That, but that, I mean, those do play together because he's manipulating But people. I don't yeah. think it's, yeah, I, I would say more or less since the dude just gave him the gun. That it was more of like a fake laugh than anything, and that's why he was able to cut it off. Yeah. In the same Fair. sense that, like in the talk show, it was the fake laugh, and then just so he can manipulate the audience. Yeah. Yes. So that was also right after that is when we saw him shirtless. Oh my Ooh. god! He looked that like... motherfucker looks like Schmeagle. He looks like a monster. Oh, dude, what's... he looks like fucking Christian Bale in The Machinist. He's literally so lanky in this movie. He looks like that mythical creature, the, uh, I don't want to butcher the name, of the Winnebago? Winnebago? Winnebago. <laughs> yeah, win- the Winnebago, where it's the like Windigo. the lanky. The Winnebago! He said the Winnebago! <laughs> the Winnebago. That's what my grandparents It's the Winnebago. Hey, I said Winnebago Every first. motherfucker that lives in a Winnebago fucking looks like that. Yeah, we're all meth heads. <laughs> but, like, he's just Shit. so lanky. I don't yes. like, like I've seen Breaking Bad, man. That's what those people look like. Dude, like, if, yeah. if you look at the Winnebago, it's like, like he's slumped over. Like in this scene where he's short, at least he's slumped over and it's just he's super really long, long arms. Limbs, it's like his yeah. arms are longer than his whole this body. This is white scary. people Winnebago. <laughs> exactly. Dang I said it. I didn't want a bunch of I, name. I wish I was joking. I just honestly said Winnebago instead <laughs> hey, of Winnebago. We got two on the board. We got both of them. Oh, dude. Then you get the scene where he accidentally brings a gun. To the children's hospital, man. But that part's fucking rough. That is a cool scene. Like that is like a such a well shot, great scene. But the roughest me. The it's roughest sad. part of that scene is not when he drops the gun or anything. It's oh. whenever he's shushing the kids, right? And I don't know if yep. you all saw this, but if you look in the bottom left corner of the screen, one of the kids is holding their fingers and making a little like oh. a little finger gun. And like pointing it at him and like laughing and shit, like I did not see that. Oh my god, is that was it a girl? It was a little, um, a little black girl, I think. Little one of the little black girls. I was gonna say if that's Harlequin, no, it would have been the best written sequel. (laughs) Hey, Harlequin could be black in the next one. I mean, could be. Margot Robbie's dead. Yeah, she she should play Harlequin until she dies. You know how many people have played the Batman? Mostly um, only people lot. until they were old. Well, there's only like Michael Keaton only played four, 
Oh, Maybe Ken five Batman got kind of old. Because there was Adam West. Mm-hmm. Rest uh, in peace. Yeah. Michael Keaton. Michael Michael Keaton. Um, George Clooney. Clune Clune Dog. Val Kilmer. Kilmer. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Ben Affleck. Batfleck. And isn't um, Robert Patterson supposed to play him? No, he hasn't played him yet. So he, he's probably the Batman to Joaquin Phoenix. But I mean, Joker. you have a probably. bunch of yeah. You, you have a bunch of Jokers too, though. I mean, oh yeah, you got the lot Jack Nicholson of Jokers. Jokers. You have yeah. the which is definitely the, my favorite one. The dude with the mustache underneath his face paint Joker, whatever yeah, his name was. Name. Yeah, the, the the original one. Yeah, he's um, Hispanic. Name, Heath Ledger, yeah. obviously everyone's favorite. Oh, yeah. Jared Leto, the worst. Yeah, yeah for and sure. And then, Joaquin. Yeah, so five Jokers to seven Joaquin. Batmans. I mean, it kind of all adds up. That's true. But there's That's only fair. been like two coked out Jokers. And yeah, that's Jared Leto and Jack Nicholson. Yeah, and Jared Leto is really poor about it, and Jack Nicholson just. As oh, a person, yeah. I think psychotically. I would put Joaquin has Phoenix the, yes. as. I would put Joaquin Phoenix as more of like a MDMA Joker. <laughs> no, he's more of a. He's just all about that vibe. He, he just vibing, dude. He's just taking some Molly, maybe some perks every once in a while. Just that's still, like, like in the mood. That's Joker like the, at the rave. What drugs dude. will he take? <laughs> I guarantee this. Joker man. in the gamer chair. What slurs will he say? <laughs> oh no! I fucking love those memes. It, but I mean, like, this is a pre-methed out Joker. His mom just died, so I'm, I'm betting the next movie with Joaquin as the Joker is gonna be wild. Oh, like, yeah. it's gonna like oh, to to see Joaquin, and that that that's what I was hoping is maybe there's gonna be like a a leap in time or something. I really wanted to see where Batman him is at, like, like Batman. I don't really care about Batman in the context of this film. I yeah. wanted to see him at like full insanity. Like, like full cult crime. leader yeah. Joker that, that you see in like Arkham Asylum. Yeah, see, I think that's what we're gonna get like within the next movie or two. I think the next Speed movie man. is gonna be more of like an introduction with Batman. It's like, got the next movie has to be the first conflict between Batman and Joker. Oh like, yeah, like you're yeah. gonna see. If, if, I I will go for once see a superhero movie in the theater <laughs> if the next movie is Joaquin Phoenix as Joker versus Batman for the first time. Because that yeah. is not anything you've ever seen, really, in, like, comics, of course. Yeah. But, like, never even in the cartoon versions of movies and stuff, you've never seen the first time Batman meets the well, Joker. And what I'm willing to put money on is that it's going to be something along the lines of a uh, little bit of Batman's backstory, which uh, everybody's probably seen or read oh everyone knows Batman's backstory times. yeah of course but like I imagine Spider-Man it's gonna backstory. be a little bit of that kind of like to that um 80s uh 80s transition music where it's just like <laughs> that workout like from from like 12 to 30 <laughs> sure. you know like it's gonna be the <laughs> yeah you, be you the get the montage years. where he's just going the, the yeah. montage with him just smacking women oh god he's gonna go through his frat boy stage oh, it's just gonna cut frat man it's just gonna cut it's gonna be Christian Bale Batman only for these scenes just so it can cut to him American Psycho in the scene with the prostitute oh, just so I don't have to see Ben Affleck naked oh that's all god, I care dude, about I don't even think you understand how badly I want to see <laughs> Ben Affleck hang on maybe off. like in Armageddon I'd want to see you know some swinging from no, Ben Affleck no, I want to see it full now. muscular Ben Affleck to hang on because you know it's going to be like this I want him at full <laughs> potential 
It's gonna be like well, just like see, if he's fat baby. If, okay, but like let's say he's rocking like a three incher, yeah. right? Like a three inch softy. Yeah. They're just gonna magic mic the situation and have some weirdo bring a chest of fake dicks in. True, and they're put gonna over your they're gonna have a stunt dick. That's fine. That's not fine. As long as I see his naked body with a real knife. deal or not at all. I just want to hear. You're not even seeing the naked body. He's still covering his peepee. I don't know what anybody's penis officially looks like other than mine. So, like, honestly, you can do me. It's fine. You've seen my penis a number of times. That's true, but that that's only... You've definitely crossing. seen my penis. We're crossing streams like gentlemen, all the three of us. But granted, none of us have ever seen each other's erect penis. Absolutely so I So, technically, you are correct. If you ever listen to this, Bryce Peterson, the only other male hard penis I've seen in real life is Bryce Peterson's Love and hate you, Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, yeah, just mine. Anyway, Wrong just enough. mine. Okay, let's get back to it. So, <laughs> goodness me, this is drunken. Holy We're fuck. 25 minutes in. We've hit like two topics. Hey, okay. I mean, to be fair though, this movie had a lot of topics. Yeah. To be on, fair, like this, anything I would know fair. is way too obvious. Cause like I just watch movies to watch movies. Yeah, exactly. So. Honestly, I would say in this whole movie, like, this is when the plot really starts to kick in, and, like, the first sane decision I would say he made was to shoot those mug, like, those dudes jumping in. Yeah. Like, the first In the subway. Yeah, like, the first sane, insane decision to make. Yeah, Yeah. like, the first thing that I agree with him doing. Like, absolutely, it didn't lead to anything good, but, like, if three dudes were jumping you... Definitely defending yourself. In a subway, and you had a gun, absolutely... Well, maybe don't, maybe don't mercilessly execute. Maybe like shoot one in the arm. Yeah, if if you're attacking me, I'm just gonna turn to shoot. Absolutely, that makes a whole bunch of sense. They'll probably run away. But I mean, when the one runs away, he does chase and shoot him twice. Hey, you know what's like? You know something that I have about that scene that kind of like ruined that scene for me is whenever he chased that dude down. Like that's to me that was cool. That's some Joker shit to do. But what wasn't the Joker shit to do was kill that dude and then not laugh. Like that's oh, some Joker shit to do. Especially because he like, has like a yeah, mental disorder. exactly. Like I, he should have killed that third dude, and it should have just been that maniacal laughter. I, like that is the Joker oh, shit to do. I think Garrett's about to say what I'm thinking. What? I think because at this point, this is my next note was that right before this was when he didn't have his medicine anymore. Yeah. Okay, so. I think while he was on his medicine, he couldn't control the laugh. Maybe. And I think once he's off his medicine, he can fully control the laugh. So maybe goes in with what Bone was saying. That was him that did that. Yeah. That wasn't like that wasn't hit, the, the, uh, the, the shadow insanity. Arthur dude. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't him freaking out. That was, that the was real Arthur. A conscious human decision. Yeah. Was to destroy the evidence of what he did. It's like when a both, serial killer has an alter ego that's exactly. actually the real them. Both tying into the whole that he is a monster who can't really control a lot yeah. of his actions, but he can control some oh, yeah. to show that he is truly a beast. Like He did not care about that person's life. Like, absolutely. That dude just saw a guy in a clown mask. Yeah. He didn't even have his hair dyed yet. Mm-hmm. You could have never identified who he was. Yeah, fuck no. He could have just walked away because he had a mask on already. Yep. But he mercilessly executed. He fuckered those My dudes. next note is that he's the John Wick of clown killing. Yeah. Because he had <laughs> six bullets for the 38, and he did not miss He fired. One shot. He shot eight out of his six shot. 
yeah. revolver, and he did not miss a shot. He shot eight. He I, shot eight because he, he shot, shot, he shot, shot one three dude. times when he shot the dude at the Well, end. he shot the first dude once. First dude once. Second and then dude went, twice. Boom, boom. And then shot oh, it, the second dude twice. Seven. Yeah, six. I think they kept true to that part. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, because he shot two, him three, in the leg. Four, five, six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he that shot the right. last cat three. He went boom, 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 boom. Yeah, he shot, well, he shot him in the leg while he's running away. Yeah. So that would be the fourth shot. And then he shot him in the spine. Whenever. Oh, because it clicked. Yeah. yeah. Went, boom, boom, click, 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 click. Yeah. click. yeah. Yeah, he shot him in the spine. That's what caused him to fall down. Then he executed him oh. and click, click. And then I, I just love, like, the, for the next 20 minutes, the, like, tonal shift in the movie where, like, I guess murder, since he's a sociopath, gives him confidence. Yeah, he just so gets all horned up. Yeah, he gets all horned up and he like goes back to his place of business and gets his stuff and then he like walks past that sign that says remember to smile and then it's like remember to not smile. It says don't forget to smile and he crosses out forget to so it's or just don't smile. Or where he's all I forgot to clock out and goes back and just beats the shit out of the... I forgot to punch out. And hey, <laughs> yeah. let it be known that me and at this point me and Bowen we're fully convinced as people who hadn't seen it yet. As soon as we saw him cross out the dose file, both me and Bowen looked to each other and said that Joker was going to kill the Wings. And oh my gosh, from the comics I've read, if you changed the story to Joker kills the Wings, that would make the, sh- the whole story of Batman horrific and tragic if the whole time it was like, a crime of passion led to basically a vendetta. Yeah. Like, like a blood feud between Batman and the Joker. We'll see, but the movie made merged. it lead up to that also, too, though. I mean, like, um, finding out that the Joker's just Thomas Wayne's bastard son. Exactly. Going and, like, confronting him, confronting the Joker, confronting Thomas Wayne, getting punched, and then, like, everything leading up to it, it would only make sense that the Joker was the killer of the Waynes. Exactly. I felt like that was kind of a mistake. Like, yeah. Like, like, a pretty serious mistake was, like, how tertiary to the story the murder of Thomas Wayne and Linda Wayne was when, like, just as easily, because he was there. Yeah. He absolutely could have, like, awoken from a stupor and seen... Like, like, because that car accident happens or whatever. Yeah. And he could have just come to and seen, oh man, I need to. Activated. There's my fucking dad. Yeah. And he just gets mad and he still, he picks up like a cop's gun. And then she walks over there and shoots. I kind of like the aspect where it was just a stranger that did it. It was just a guy in the riot. Yeah. Okay. Well, Well, I mean, to be fair, on that same note, though. To be fair. And like. So the Joker's caused all these riots, right? Yeah. So like all these people are just basically worshippers of Joker at this point. Yeah. In a sense, I would still call it that vendetta because it is still Joker's actions exactly. that leads to their yeah. death. Yeah. Joker is still throughout the whole every story of Batman and the Joker. If we're talking about through this movie as a backstory, all of Joker's actions are purely based on like his weird bastard versus real son hate yep. for Batman because he just hates Batman so much because Batman owns the entirety of Gotham when some was, part of that he was should rightfully son. be oh yeah because he is older yes so it, it should be he is the firstborn and it's definitely a love-hate relationship in yeah. the same sense of the, if there's no Joker there's no Batman and if there's oh. no Batman there's no Joker yeah I don't know why what you were just saying brings me to my 
one of my next points. I have so many notes that are so huh? scattered. I wrote them while I was drunk. I'm confused. <laughs> but um, I honestly, and this is online, I saw a bunch of people talking about the um, like the score and how the yeah. score was cool. Or I hated the way music was used in this movie. Really? Like, Kind of like in The Woman in Black, like you couldn't have really noticed music was playing for yeah. at least 90% of the movie. But the times that it was, it was way too upfront. It was like only in the scenes where it really needed the music. And like, honestly, and of course, Garrett knows what I'm going to say because that's what I pointed out. Yeah. Was like, in the scene, the legend, any person who's watched this movie knows what fucking scene I'm talking about. Yes. When he's getting ready to go to the talk show. Yep. And like he's walking down the stairs, and like the weird music's playing, and like that's just so he's walking out down of the touch. Joker stairs, stairs, stairs. He's walking down the Joker stairs. What slur will he say? <laughs> but, um, but no, so hard like, R. I mean, it does cut back and show that there was not music playing. Yeah, like that part was kind of cool. He was tripping balls. It should have just not had music playing at all. Yeah. And like if he was just dancing to silence, it would have matched the tone of the movie so much better. Yeah. If he was just going down the stairs, dancing like he was dancing, and twist and shout by the Beatles, <laughs> and like, and then like, oh, and then the, the cops talk to him, and he just takes off running, would have been awesome. Arthur, 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 show. <laughs> it's Joker got hit by a taxi. What slur will he say? <laughs> Let's get into a serious talk real quick, right? Yes. Garrett, look at me at my balls. I'm say. looking right at your balls. Okay. So, They're nice. They're shaved. Think about it like this. Yes. So, in this movie, I know it ends with Bruce Wayne, a little kid, now the heir to the fortune. But so, because Joker was in the national media, right? Yes. He would have probably been pretty seriously investigated. So yeah. he could be led to believe, especially by like Wayne Industries' private eyes, they would have really found out the truth. Because they would have known, some of, somebody would have known the truth. Yeah. I mean, if... So, think about... Alfred seemed to have known. Think about not in a baseline knowledge. So, Batman does not know who the Joker is. No. Right. Okay, so think back to every single... Batman versus Joker fight. Every single Batman versus Joker scene you've ever seen. That is the only explanation as to why physically Batman cannot kill the Joker. Like, like he, his emotions won't let him kill the Joker because yeah. the whole time, that's his brother. Yeah. Well, and it's like um... that. That oh my god! If we knew that beforehand, that would give. So many more movies, such emotional brevity. Well, and like, I mean, most of the reasoning behind a lot of it is that he won't kill people because his parents were murdered or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, um, when he had this layer, quoting back to, because like I played through the new Batman game like three times. Like I loved it from start to finish. City? Yeah. Yeah. The one where it cremates Joker at the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah. What you'll notice is Batman's descent into literal insanity and like yes. thinking the Joker's everywhere and that's kind of basically what the whole plot line's based off of. Like you like it, oh it just God. gets it gets wild so God, fast. Yeah, I know that it's the scarecrow doing a lot of it, but it's like his deepest fears going into it and it's not having the Joker around. The movie was bullshit. Uh-oh. This movie's just 
The Austin Powers trilogy. Uh, we, got, we got bean boozled. Wait, which one's Fat Bastard? Any of them. Doesn't matter. All of them. Doesn't matter. He's Robert a character. The Ro- little man. Robert but Joker is Dr. Evil. Oh. He can't exactly. Just, he can't just shoot Doctor Evil because Doctor Evil is the duality of him. Gary exactly. is Minnie Me. That's oh, Gary was Minnie Me. <laughs> That's so bad. I'm just disappointed he didn't kick him across like the room and you get to hear him go. E. <laughs> if only if if only they um, Alvin and Chipmunk the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that Bruce Wayne, two dead parents. <laughs> to, to, to go back. Spoiler alert, I'm sorry, in case we, you didn't know. We only got a little to catch up to. Oh, look, there's a cat. The, the things that we noticed. but um, podcat. Podcat. Oh. But so, I love that throughout this whole movie, right? So, we do, we are shown that all of the positive things in his life were imaginable. Yeah. Like his, his relationship stand, his, with his girl. The response to his stand-up routine. Yeah. Fake. Him having a relationship with his neighbor completely fake. Completely fake. But so fake. the only genuine interaction he had with anyone in the movie was the records clerk yeah. in the storage place for the re- records when he finds out that he's Bruce Wayne's son. Like, that's the only person who treats him like a human being. And Gary. Well, and he... Well, well, well. Gary's just trying to be nice because he just ripped the throat out of that dude. And then bashed his skull into the side of yeah, the wall. Yeah, him kicking him over and over was... Alright, side uh, note, I missed that because I may have fell asleep and got water poured on me, whatever. So, so did I. Hey, guys, let it be known if you're fucking listening to this and you ever want to be a guest... If you fall asleep during the movie, you were gonna have a water report on you. They don't in a care. Varying, <laughs> they don't in care. A, <laughs> I don't care if you're trying to sleep. You will get water report on you in a varyingly inappropriate place. I poured it on Garrett's penis. On my penis. I poured it into Bowen's hand. Bowen's hands. Yep. It's not everywhere. It's on my kidney. It's Oh, it's the other podcast. I don't know. It was I'm wild. sorry, I was when I was smoking this and gave you a jacket. I'm sorry your jacket's wet because it's my jacket. Well, man. I appreciate the jacket because it was cold as fuck, and I'm wearing it was sleeveless very shirt. Fucking cold so, out there. And I will be taking the jacket off for the picture. What's up? It did. Okay. Oh, jeez. Scatterbrain. But okay, so when he sees a records clerk, it did lead to what I think is the best scene. When he's running down the stairs and he can hear that nobody's following him, and he opens the record and like when he's reading it, like Joaquin Phoenix's performance and like the silent, just in facial expressions yeah. portrayal of what's happening to him is so good, so very good. He's a really solid actor. That can act without words. Yeah, Joker. Through his actions and expressions. Joker needed for the backstory section of it, Mm -hmm. needed a real actor to play it. And I don't know if somebody could have played it other than. Well, King Phoenix, I think the only person who could have done that transformation would have been Christian Bale. And oh my god, that would have been so confusing if Christian Bale was this universe's Joker. I mean, if. 
the only thing I took away from that scene with the uh, with the clerk at the sure. with the files and everything was that in all honesty, um, his mother basically just lied to him for the last 35, 40 years, whatever it was. Yes. 100%. But that clerk read through the file and literally just tried protecting him from information yes, that he exactly. just didn't need to that know. That guy was just trying That was the only genuine he's, he's character to Arthur that mattered to me. Like, I get that, you know, like... He didn't really have any friends, but like yeah. that, that, that right there shows that not everybody specifically was evil, and that's probably why that guy lived and only got oh. the files stolen from him. You <laughs> exactly. guarantee, you guaranteed that Arthur was packing heat and would have shot any other clerk. Yes. Always be nice and, to the Joker. And so this does have probably my least favorite part about the movie mm-hmm. was when after you see the rectal clerk, he reads it, and then for some reason, the music. Like a score comes on, and there's not a score for the rest of it. Mm-hmm. There's just like songs playing throughout yeah. the movie, and like it turned into like ha- it sounded like it was like halfway through Star Wars theme music. Yeah, like, the bom, 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 the, uh, bom. When, the when you realize that, like, like when he finally uh, realizes and gets angry, yeah. and he hasn't been angry until this point, and then we see what it leads to, but like. I don't think you needed to audibly tell me. There definitely didn't need to be a cue. Like, literally, when he finds out that Tom Swain is his mom, is his dad. His mom? (laughs) Tom Swain is his mom. That's why he's adopted. Shit. (laughs) But, okay, so, as just a dude who just watches movies, just. Because I can and sure, yeah, just enjoy just fun, just enjoy whatever movie's something on. To do. Like it doesn't matter. Like I would have picked up on something like that. But you got to remember, there's people dumber than I am. <laughs> whenever it comes to movies, and if you're listening to this podcast, I apologize, but you need the music. Yeah, like those people need the music ton, and like it's yeah. so over dramatic for people who can understand that. Like, yeah. oh, he just found out that. He was abused yeah, and is exactly. actually Thomas Wayne's son. And like Not everybody understands the tonal shift of the realization. And the it's movie. just something yeah. you don't pick up, whether it's because you don't have the comprehension or you just yeah. don't have the smarts. Or you're, like, getting a, you're getting a movie theater handy and you're kind of not paying attention. you got to yeah. have that audio cue. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, <laughs> so then he kills one of his fucking... Ex Randall. And then he lets the little guy go and gives him a kiss on the head that was very sincere and cute. Very but, Very sweet. What's up? Very tender. I sadly had seen a spoiler scene of this on Twitter yeah. when he shoots Robert De Niro in the God, head. It's so and Robert De Niro ridiculous. did play the asshole prick version of Which is Letter Johnny, Johnny Letter Kenny. That's what Letterman. I was trying to say. Oh, Kenny. Carson. Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson. of a whole cast. <laughs> Johnny Carson is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Letterman before Letterman. He's just playing Johnny Carson. Yeah. And so he, he's dickhead Johnny Carson. But that scene, I wish I had never seen it before. And I wish I had seen that full 10 minutes. Like, yeah. That was definitely, besides the scene in the staircase, as mentioned earlier. The best scene in the movie was like for sure. Like you, you don't know until you see this scene that he has become the. He has become Joker. And that's why. See, that's why he tells his lackey, he's like, "Make yeah. sure to call me the Joker." And it's like, you don't. 
somebody who didn't know what this movie was wouldn't have known until then, but when you hear him say it, you're like, oh no. He is. When he killed those people and then his mom. Yeah, he fucking smothers his yeah, mom. Yeah, when he smothered his mom, he became. He became Joker. Arthur dead. He, he became the laughing part of his personality. Yeah. He is. See, and the like, part he couldn't hide. My favorite part of like that whole what leads up to Robert De Niro getting shot is the practicing he did in the living room to yeah. the theme music oh, to know exactly. He was when. originally gonna shoot himself. If, if I had seen it in the theater, well, I would have thought that he was gonna shoot. But himself. see, he yeah. does both ways. The first way he does it, he points the gun over. Yes. Yeah. The second way he does it, he tells the knock knock and then does it and like p- puts the gun under his chin and decides to do it that way. Knock now, knock. See, that to me was my favorite part because it was a 50-50 shot on the foreshadowing. Yeah. Because he was either going to do it there, and I mean, if you've ever seen any of the Batman movies or whatever, you'd know that he's not going to do it there. Yeah. In the event that you haven't. If you put any other Batman movie into context, he's going to put a revolver to his chin on live TV, pull the trigger, and the stick is going to come out. And it's just going to say say bang. bang. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So... like I mean that that was just my favorite part because he's just sitting in that really dim lit living room of his yeah, mom his, his dead mom's apartment his watching mom the show recently smothered yeah uh, and he's just rewinding a VHS tape practicing to trying to get his wants to shoot right. De Niro to the music oh fuck yeah okay so that leads to of course spoiler alert Uh-oh. the him getting broken out of the car. Yes. Right, or whatever. They fucking crash an ambulance that, into him. That's when the Waynes get killed, right? And so, that's what made me mad. That is full rewriting of the Batman story, right? Cause yes. Batman is literally only Batman because he was scarred when he was a kid by falling into the well and being attacked by bats, right? <laughs> so, that's yeah. after... Yeah, I've heard that one. I think I, think I read it somewhere. That's after... His parents died. Sure. Okay. So you would fucking think that maybe if he visually saw a dude in a goddamn clown mask gun down his parents when he was 10 years old, that maybe the idea of a clown would resonate with him to where he would also be scared of fucking clown. So he'd be clown but man. In every other Batman movie, when the Joker appears for Dark Knight being the best example, yeah. in the Dark Knight, Christian Bale's Batman does not know who the Joker is. Yeah. This movie, 100%, fully implies that there is no fucking way that the Batman would not have known about the Joker. Yeah, because he does. He is fully in the mask. Once again, or just the, the, fully the disregarding fully in the, mask. the age gap. Yeah. Well, maybe you're like, oh, it was 20 years different. Like, well, I mean, nobody, nobody knows what happens since 20 he years. He also like, lived. A, he would have been committing horrific crimes. Oh yeah, there, there's no question that but, immediately the next day he took his place on the throne. Exactly. But but <clears throat> Bruce Wayne also lived a really sheltered life. That's true. So that is something that they could have just kept out of their home. He was totally. sheltered from when his fucking, fucking parents, parents got, got shot by that clown. I mean, you're right, but that also could, instead of, could go the total opposite way and piss him off when he sees a clown. That's why he beats the fuck out of the Joker every time. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Now. That makes sense. With that, it's it's kind of a weird, weird conundrum because you can go either way with it. 
and I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it would piss me off if I saw a clown. But maybe he just wanted to find out what clowns were scared of, and on average, it was bats. <laughs> okay. And that's so, why he's the Batman. I wrote this down as my last note. Yes. Because I did not find an explanation in this movie, guys. Honest question. Can you think of a single time in this movie that it even began to explain why people followed the Joker? Yeah. Yes. Um, so on the subway whenever he killed the three Wayne Tech industry employees yeah. it was already a story of how pretty much 80% everybody of the hated garbage yeah. Well, yeah. It, mad about the piles of everybody's garbage. mad about the piles of garbage and the super rats and what all of these poor folks are seeing is that Bruce Wayne or not Bruce Wayne, Thomas Wayne is running as mayor to help solve these issues when in reality what they're seeing that he's the cause. He is the cause. Yeah. yeah. So he they so the Joker kills the three Wayne Tech Industries employees and then it just escalates from there. Okay. Yeah. That's how I would view it watching the movie anyway. Okay, I guess because there's all those newspaper articles after the fact. I don't really think that the movie said that enough. That like No, I mean it, it was it, definitely it, it in some mentioned it's that definitely they, in passing. It, it mentioned that they were Wayne Tech employees. But it definitely didn't say that like there was like anti Wayne rhetoric. Yeah, there was poor people. Oh, there's few like things, a couple newscasts. That yeah, they play. like um, whenever he's laying in the bed and there's like yeah. the newspaper on the side that says "Kill the Waynes." Oh, that's all it yeah. said. Is a it, it says "Kill the Rich." Yeah, it, specifically, yeah. which would be Wayne Tech employees. And exactly. See, yeah. That that was the weird gap because that thing came before, but so I guess since it came before, that's implying that. The tension that tension's already there, and yeah. as soon as somebody in a clown mask was willing to kill, yes, Wayne Tech employees, they're just like, fuck yeah, like, fuck it, all let's go. Yeah, they're like, everybody go buy the same, and like, <laughs> I mean, where were they selling these fucking clown? Whoever manufactured these masks was making it's, bank. It's literally just like the Guy Fox mask from Yeah, V for Vendetta. Like, literally, so many people. My friend Darius in high school. He had a Guy Fox mask and like hadn't seen V for Vendetta and you're like that literally is not a political statement and is from a movie. Yeah. Like that is remember remember the fifth of November is literally fucking fake. So like that that's like if in real life somebody wore that knockoff Joker mask, which hey guys, I don't know if you noticed, I noticed in the dark night. It's the same mask that the dude takes off of the Joker in the first scene of The Dark Knight. He's yep. wearing that Damn. exact mask. Well, and... Damn. Like, That's I mean, separating the movie from real life, I get why everybody was buying it. But, I mean, like, again, which leads me back to my point. What fucking shops? Shops, because there was a ton of people wearing them. It's selling those fucking things. Yeah. Like, who just why had wasn't them there, Why wasn't there multiple clown masks? Yeah, like there should have. Well, like, I mean, it like just have been the dude, mask? the dude who t-boned the truck, I think yeah. had a different one. A few but that of them was did. It. Yeah. yeah, there was like but, three but or they, four. When they characters. were in the subway, there was Everyone fifty the people mask, with the same yeah. mask mm-hmm. on. Yeah, see, that's what kind of it should. It would have just made so much more sense if there was a million different. Like just throw a Pennywise mask in there. Like, I don't yeah. Yeah. there's yeah. some with a fucking pig mask during that final scene where yeah. they were all. And just put like makeup on the pig mask or something. Shit. Yeah. yeah. It literally, people with just their face painted like yeah. Juggalos or something. Like, yeah, that like you could have done so much shit with I that. I see 
fucking pee is Literally, ICP just is automatically included because they're clowns. Like, there you go. Well, they have literally they a Joker cult following, so yeah. yeah. Magnets, bro. How do they that's, work? That's not shitting on, like, ICP. Because, like, kudos to them. Because I like some of them. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with no, the man, I will stand on this table and say, if you're a juggler, fuck it, swing on me. Oh, all right. I mean, I'm not a juggalo, but I get down with some fucking hocus pocus. You know what I'm saying? Great Malenko. Jokus, y'all. Yeah, Great Malenko is a great album. I don't In fuck. your face. Boy, you. <laughs> something special. No, I'm Violent J. Seriously. And okay, I'm so back Mexican like a bird town, I remember. So, for once, I'll go first. Customary, yes. drama podcast, zero to ten review. I very, very surprisingly, I give it a 7.5. This movie at least was half as better as I thought it would be. Like, I I wasn't expecting very much, and when it started to get pretty good, I was like, oh, okay, this is going to surprise me. And then it still got better than that. Like, I'd probably, this will be in my Blu-ray collection. I got 100 movies over there. Might as well, 101. Like, up there with Watchmen for me, like as yeah. like an honest portrayal. Just a of, fun superhero like, movie. Definitely, it's not even a superhero movie. Like you said the wrong word. There was no part of this movie that was fun, other than when he, <laughs> other than when he kissed the midget on the head. But oh, I thought it was fun. Or whenever he comes out and kicks or kisses the doctor. Yeah, straight not fun in the out. sense where like you can watch it and feel good about it. No, it was it was pretty evil. For a good bit, for but sure. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I'd say seven point five. Cinematography was great. There was scenes that registered with me in my head, but why the fuck talk about those in an audio medium? But um, plus we're a little too drunk to convey it. Yeah, exactly. And the music definitely kept a couple points away. I didn't like the music they chose, and I thought the parts where they chose to have the music loud was just inappropriate. Yeah. But yeah, seven solid seven. Oh. What a what about Bowen? Let's go Bowen next. Um, I'd probably give it an eight. I, I mean, right on track with everything you're saying. Um, I didn't agree with a lot of the music points. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was some that I did agree with, like the ending of the movie where he's talking to the same psychiatrist he's been talking to. Yeah. She just got relocated, and it starts playing that um, that life song again, and it's just him walking down the hallway with. Bloodprints all over it. Yeah, just, yeah. Just that's pretty fucking cool. See, like that needed that song because it doesn't show him killing the psychiatrist. Like that needed that as it you, went. You need to know that he but, was in the same mental state but when the he killed that Darth woman. Vader music coming out halfway through the that fucking movie pissed us all. Was just kind of like unnecessary. Like we get he's up to some pretty angsty shit at this point. Like, I don't need to And I guarantee there's like some parts that needed the music, like I said earlier, because some people just would bypass the whole shift and what the movie's going towards and just like it needs the direction for yeah, yeah. for like your below average movie goer. Exactly, but that included it was ham fisted for sure. Yeah. Other than that, I mean like um, as far as how well the actors did, I mean, me, the reason it gets an eight for me and not any higher is because, like I told Garrett before we started the movies, that I'd seen probably a quarter of it beforehand. Yeah. And one of the actresses just kind of reminded me of like a porn actress <laughs> and just didn't really have like any emotion. So I was kind of like, yeah, this kind of sucks. I was like, some performances were pretty 
Some were great. great. Some like, were the detectives were like whenever they first questioned him outside of the hospital, pretty okay, and then like significantly got worse by calling him and then having to state his name twice. Like you're a fucking detective. They know who you yeah, are. Exactly. You've talked to him before. You don't have to restate your name. It's a message. They can replay it if they didn't catch the name. But it's like I don't know. Stupid shit like that's what catches me off and like sure doesn't feed into it for that's me. Fair. So that, that's why I got an eight. What about Gary? I'm also gonna give it an eight. When I first uh, went into watching it uh, in like November of this past year, I had very, very low expectations for it because I hadn't seen any of the trailers and I just kind of assumed it was going to be just a shitty action packed superhero movie. It was not an action movie. <laughs> no. Fuck no, it was not. <laughs> this was like a it had a horrific drama. drama yeah. yeah, it had its moments where it was like half ass yes. action packed, but not like. But it wasn't like in your face, hey, it's an action movie. Now. Yeah, like the yeah. subway shit, like where he's getting yeah. the shit kicked out of him and just killed that the That's so fucking, fucking That's just ridiculous. a mental break. Fucking casino has more action than there is. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But unlike you two, I actually quite like the score. Ugh. Specifically, the actual written, composed stuff that they did for the movie, not the. The Darth Vader part? I don't even know what Darth Vader part y'all are talking oh, about. Oh, it was like... I, I bum, actively bum, pointed bum, it out bum, to you. It was, bum, like, bum, it, was it was almost a direct rip on... what You know what it's called. Imperial Some, March? No, the flight. Of, no, it was almost like the Grim March, yeah. It was like almost some yeah, Darth yeah, Vader it, it, intro. It, was, it like went... And it was like... And it was like... It was so dark when he was... When he, was, yeah. when he realized who he was. In the... And then he takes off running. It was like weird, symphonic, fucking like horn music came on. Yeah, and that, that's not any other point in the movie because the song they choose even for the most important part of the movie when his his psyche breaks. Yeah, and he's walking down the stairs. That's like I don't remember what song it was. It's uh, uh, hey. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's super upbeat or whatever. But like, when, even though it, it showed that it was a dark side of his conscience because mm-hmm. it, it played like the dark Darth Vader music. Yeah. I just like the I just like the tonality of it. I liked how how it was composed and the way that uh, it sounded. I, I thought it it fit the whole mood of the movie pretty well. But um, mm-hmm. I liked that a lot. I really liked um. A lot of the cinematography, like the the one that comes to my mind is the shot where he's uh, experiencing insomnia, and they the way that they the way that they filmed it was they just set a camera up facing into his kitchen and they said, "Do what you think an insomniac would do at four in the morning." Yeah, that, that's what you hours. you pointed out was that it was full <clears throat> Joaquin Phoenix yep. improvising. They they didn't have him they didn't have anything planned for him to do. And and he immediately just opened the, up the fridge, pulled all the shit out and climbed inside the fridge. That's so good. And that was the end of the scene. Love it. But yeah, I I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to and it was definitely it definitely outperformed my expectations for it. So Absolutely. I got to give it at 8. And on topic slash off topic with the movies yes. um, and the music in the movies. Um, it kind of shows you how like dumb we're getting because there's way more music in these movies than like yeah. 20 years ago absolutely like and that kind of bugs me because like you could watch like the first Nightmare on Elm Street and there's like no music zero yeah. and you it's know it's a, like I mean 
there's like the music from the party, but I yeah. mean, it's a party. It's gonna have. Music. It's not like oh huge gosh. music. Yeah. Give it a pause. On that note, if anyone is listening to this and needs to watch a slasher movie, you need to go type in IMDb The Prowler because you will be scarred forever by the horrific practical effects of some stupid throwaway movie made in fucking 1983 which has the most grotesque brutal stabbing scene of all time but he pointed it out love you Bo if you're bored watch Prowler keep going Bo it's like I don't know man I don't know music and shit like music in the new movies just kind of sucks. Like Transformers, you know it's action packed. You don't need the fucking music to back it up. I don't need you to play nine fucking. Yeah, I don't need you. To, I don't songs. need you to play an hour and a half worth of music for an hour and fifteen. Yeah. Minute movie like exactly. Like I just. I don't need to listen to Seven Nation Army every fifteen minutes while I'm trying to watch this fucking. That's movie. why. No Country for Old Men is the best movie ever made because no song plays in oh, the whole movie. God, I love The that closest thing movie. to a song in the movie No Country for Old Men is when they walk into the um, bookkeeper for the hotel and there's a ding ding yep. and they open up the fucking door. The, uh, Doesn't the, the gas station attendant have the radio on? Or is it just dead silent? In dead there? silent. Oh, dead two, silent. The whole movie's fucking dead silent. Oh. Two of the newer movies, like two newer movies that I've seen in like the past five years that have had like no music that are super patriotic and I have to say that so you just grasp the concept is Lone Wolf or Lone Survivor and oh yeah Lone Survivor. Um, American Sniper neither of those have music in it like yeah. for a good majority but yeah. you understand what's going on oh yeah and it is like both movies are extremely tragic for the most part pretty action packed and oh, definitely Lone certainly. Survivor. Lone Survivor is like you and I. Watched but that, that was also directed by the Lone Survivor. That motherfucker oh, goes <laughs> racks the fucking round into his sniper rifle and proceeds to say, "I am the Reaper." Before he snipes a motherfucker, I literally <laughs> was in the theater and you heard an audible uh, <laughs> from me, dude. Like. The only the only thing I can appreciate about most of what was done in those movies is like for Lone Survivor they actually had the Navy SEAL come in and walk them through what happened and That's stuff really like cool. now they may have blown it up out of proportion whatever of course they have to um, fucking movie the Chris Kyle story for American Sniper was um, I watched a YouTube video actually about. Um, like somebody, one of the Navy SEALs that was with Chris Kyle during that time, it was more than one group of Navy SEALs. It was three of them, and I don't remember what they called themselves. It was like, hmm, man, it was, I wonder why. Why did they get them, and why didn't they get Chris Kyle himself? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I don't like that. But he was like, <laughs> he like walked through scenes of. Like, the Chris Kyle story was, like, like the scene where he bursts into the, like, they burst into that room, and he's, Chris Kyle just has the gun pointed at the little kid. The dude was like, yeah, that's not what happened. Chris Kyle went immediately after the 30-year-old man and just hogtied his ass, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, he's like, that was just something for dramatic effect. Yeah. It was like, yes, it all had an impact on us that 
kids were involved in this stuff. But that's not what happened directly. Like that's They're just like, just some blown like, up stuff. Chris Kyle didn't even shoot the kids. <laughs> kid killing Peter over there killed oh. the kid. We <laughs> just kept in the back of the oh, room with a bazooka, was... and if we knew there was a kid, he's like, shoot that kid with a <laughs> fucking RPG. <laughs> Do you think Chris Kyle, whenever he would like take down dudes breaking when he broke into houses and shit? Think he would ever like hog time and just give him a little spank for being bad? <laughs> You're bad boy. Yeah. Bad boy. All right. I can't believe this. On that <laughs> note, that's the best I've heard. This is three on one podcast with Bo and Duncan as our special guest. Hey. Woo! Y'all have a good night. <laughs>